Welcome to Texas K-Pop, the pilot episode. We are 210 Collective and Kaylee's K-Pop. I'm Sam. I'm James. I'm Kaylee. And we're here to bring you the latest in K-Pop. We will be doing video reactions, talking about events that are happening here in San Antonio, and eventually we'll be able to start talking about it in Texas. And we will be talking about everything that's Korean collective. So one of the first things that we want to talk about is some of the latest music videos that have been coming around. Uh, right now, the I think personally, I think the biggest one right now is La Lisa from Lisa of Blackpink. Personally, I love it. And I'm not saying that because I'm biased towards Blackpink because I love them as well. <laughs> um, but everything about the music video was just amazing to me. Um, the aesthetics of the whole video was just phenomenal. Her singing and like all the different scenes, how it was just changing. It was just like, what? <laughs> just the variety that they provided. Right. Her, her singing and rapping styles. Right. And that's and I, that's what I liked about it a lot was her rapping in that. I was just like, it, it sounded a lot. You got to hear more of it because you don't always get to hear it in Blackpink. So, I mean, you hear it in Blackpink, but not as extensively as we heard it in yeah. uh, La Lisa. It's usually a duo with her and Jenny. Right. And we know who. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's just the whole song itself, lyrical content is just great. Um, you know, I believe the song was aimed towards a lot of people because a lot of people didn't always like Lisa. And it's just like. She didn't care, and that's what that's why she wants you to know that you're gonna love her. Your name's <laughs> gonna be everywhere, and you're gonna remember who she is. That's why I loved about the chorus. It just kept coming back to that same part, you know. Lisa, 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 and I mean, that, I thought that was just like really cool, and um, you know, just the beat of the music was just great. I mean, that's what draws. I mean, obviously, at least for me. It, that's one of the biggest points is like, if I can't even like the beat of what I'm listening to, it's sometimes it's really hard to listen to it. But the teaser, when it, when it dropped, I was just like, wait, what? What? I probably heard it at least 20 times. I was just trying to decipher it. I know a lot of people were like trying to figure out, oh, what is it going to show? Like uh, with everything on it. And of course, you know, the people who break every little scene down. Look at, she's wearing this, she's wearing that, she's in this background, she's in this city or whatever. And it's like, oh my God, she did this pose. <laughs> right. People go all like conspiracy theoried out before the music video drops. It's like, it's just a music video. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, um, I mean, her video was just so popular that, I mean, she made it into the Guinness World Book of Records for the most views in 24 hours. I, I can't remember fully what the number was, but I know right now she's like, I think over 200 or 300 yeah, million easy. at the time of this crazy. podcast recording. Um, and it's just crazy because I, I know a lot of people were just waiting for for Lisa's solo to come out. I mean, everywhere on social media that I follow Blackpink on, like it didn't matter what they posted, they could be posting, hey, look, we're going to be dropping you uh, Blackpink sweaters. All right, cool, but where's Lisa Solo? You know, like that's what everybody was talking about. I mean, a little side note too, when Blackpink made their appearance in the US when they first did Coachella, 
she was the most searched member of Blackpink. And it was funny because most people didn't know who her name was. They put the girl with the hair. <laughs> <laughs> or the girl with the bangs. That's what they put because it's like they looked like they were glued. They the never moved. <laughs> right. I mean, I saw them in person and yeah, they did not move. <laughs> um, but no, she's accomplished a lot. I mean, her homeland, I, from what I've been reading, they're like super proud of her and everything that they've done. Like. You know, she's exposing their culture more to the world. I mean, that was the one thing, too, with the um, the music video when it got to that towards the end where it just, like, took that rowdy shift. Right. Like, cool. And then it went into the whole Thailand part. And it was just like, what? Like, I, I was so blown away by it. It was so just like. Home to her hometown. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure a lot of people definitely appreciated that. And, you know, like, it put Blackpink definitely more into the map i think i mean they already were popular as it was but the fact that how successful that video became because it became like you can be looking at anything you know even if it's like k-pop you know just some other type of form of pop music it the, the search algorithms were linked to lisa so i think a lot of more people are like oh this girl's cool oh what she's part of a group let me check this group out oh okay this is blackpink okay nice it's crazy because like I'm personally just anxious now. Like almost all the girls have their souls. Now we're just waiting for Jisoo whenever that happens. Yeah, YG. <laughs> Which I mean, and maybe after her 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 drama that's coming up, once they wrap it up, maybe it'll be something they'll look yeah. into next. They have her solo in <laughs> the drama. And solo and the drama. <laughs> yeah. I will admit though, when I did see Blackpink, when they had, I mean, the only girl obviously at the time back in 2019 was just Jenny who had a solo, but they all did their own little uh, segment solos. And Jisoo was, pro was probably my most favorite one. 30? Oh my God, was It was just her way of singing it was just awesome. Was, and then- I had tears in my eyes when I was watching. I think a Fetty fell in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was that was just amazing. <laughs> it's just- allergies that time. Have concert allergies. I, I think when like Blackpink drops, like as a group, everyone focuses like solely on like their performances and like on their songs but when they do go separate from the group and do like their own kind of thing you can really see what they bring to the group like individually mm -hmm. i personally love seeing solo artists i mean from groups go off and kind of like do their own thing you can really see their personality and their style and just like you said how lisa was so proud of like coming from Thailand all the way over there to South Korea. I mean, obviously she wanted that to be an important aspect of the video. So for her like, to be able to do that, I, I think that was huge props to her. I, that was personally one of my favorite parts of the video. <laughs> yeah, no, same here. It, it was just amazing to, you know, and it's just the culture just in general, like, you know, a lot of people still are not fully aware of, you know, the differences and things. Just the fact that they're able to pay homage to it, and then people are like, "Oh, this is cool." I mean, I her outfit. I don't. I don't know what the proper term of what her outfit was, but it was just like I remember just seeing that like everywhere. You know, just it's just crazy. But it's just like you know, Blackpink. I think it's going to continue to thrive, and I think what Lisa did for them just enhanced it a lot yeah. more. And I think more people are going to be like just going crazy for Blackpink more than they already are. I mean, yeah, she, I, just, she, she solidified their their dominance right. as a girl group. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it, you know, it's just, you know, I mean, although we don't get too much 
you know, material from Black Pink on a yearly basis, but whenever we get it, it's like they always, always deliver, no matter what. So I was happy to finally see that we, you know, when Rose even dropped her solo, I was just like, okay, this is great. Then, you know, which I really liked that one too, but La Lisa was just on a whole different level. Over two. Like, <laughs> even over solo. Like, my goodness, like, like, you know, Jenny's my old bias, and of course I loved her solo, but La Lisa is my favorite solo song from the girls. Till we get Jenny solo too. She's <laughs> one of the members that like always catches my attention when she's performing, like whether with if it's with a group or not. I'm always focusing on her because her energy is so big and like, mm -hmm. bright and out there. Right. And I think that's what makes people notice her the most. Like you said, she was like one of the most recently like searched up like biggest artists. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still feel like that's relevant still today right. because even before I was in Blackpink, Lisa was one of the first members that I knew from Blackpink, mm -hmm. and I immediately fell in love with like her presence and everything. She's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just love seeing her, and then when her solo dropped, I, I was so excited. I really want her to put out more because I would really love to see a lot of Lisa content. Right. But I'm so excited for the other members, like <laughs> just to see what they bring in general in the future. Right, and I personally I think the girls, everyone's solo, the solo routes, they will have no problems achieving any, like they'll achieve everything that they want. And I mean, but that's that's the beauty part of Blackpink. They're they're the revolution, <laughs> and I'm not talking about Prince. Blackpink in your ear. Yep. Uh, okay, let's talk about a little about Purple Kiss. James, you want to take it away? So, Purple Kiss is quickly become one of my ultimate groups, and I mean it is clear that they are going to have a very strong future uh, in the K-pop scene. You know, I mean, they're, of course, they're a rookie group right now, so they're not as well known. But I mean, you got to hand it to them for being a rookie group that is already there they write their own songs they do their own choreography you know uh they help produce hey they're they're pretty much taking care of everything with their you know within their company you know it's just the company's backing them up you know financially and everything but i mean you gotta hand you gotta give it you know you gotta give it to them that to be able to do that as a rookie group that just came out officially last last year, like you know, in what October, November. Right. I mean, this is this might be a new norm now going forward with K-pop groups. You know, where like they're actually allowing more freedom towards the members. You know, mm -hmm. like if they want to, yeah, compose songs, write you know, write songs. Yeah, like, even like the, like I say, choreography. You know. Right. You know, rather than having to go in and bring in, you know, all these different elements. I mean, just let, let your members take care of it. You know, let them succeed in their way. You know, and I said, yeah, just with their, just come back a zombie. I mean, just the, even the choreography, I mean, I do instill it with the, with their theme. Right. I mean, like that, that's so creative and like ingenious you know and like you can't 
you can't like not be somewhat impressed. Like, mm-hmm. wow, this is you know this is a a rookie group that is only a couple months old for the most part, you know. And I mean, they were able to just bring that form of of dominance in, you know, already. Right. Um, that's why, like, their future is going to be like hugely bright. And they can't, you know, they can keep it up. I think they'll be a, a really good contender for leading one of the for the fourth wave group of K-pop. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't know too much about Purple Kiss when I first started getting into K-pop, but now that like time has passed, I think Zombie was one of like my favorite songs <laughs> because my friend actually introduced me. But going off of like their choreography and their lyrics, I'm one of those people that love to read behind the scenes of the lyrics and see the actual meaning of the song and how it correlates with the choreography. But I also love when groups do comebacks relating to seasons. I talk about that so much (laughs) because I love when groups do Halloween version songs or like they go strictly into like fall and winter kind of theme music. I I think that was such brilliant timing and the choreography was just incredible. I was so excited. I'm wanting to see more from Purple Kiss and I definitely want to get more into depth into the group, but I mean, from what you're describing and what you're saying, I mean, they, they sound amazing. So I'm really excited to see like how much more they can improve. And I mean, just because they're a starting group doesn't mean that they can't already be up there on people's list. So right. I'm excited for them to even get yeah. bigger and to get more recognition in the future for stuff like that, especially. I mean, they've already made that kind of noise, like where people are like, oh my God, this this group is actually taking care of their, you know, themselves pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, we're like, cause yeah, you really don't, especially right now, you're not really hearing about it as often. Like I said, this, this seems to be hopefully a new norm where, you know, yeah, you're allowing your group members to, you know, take, you know, have some, have some charge and have some, you know, accountability for the work that they're doing Definitely. rather than constantly relying on you know, all these outside forces, you know, choreographers, producers, songwriters, you know, you know, like just you know, like giving it to like, here, this is what you're going to do. You know, this is what you're going to perform, you know. And it definitely sets them aside from a lot of upcoming artists and groups, because usually you see a lot of groups wanting to maintain a strict kind of thing that they're looking towards. Mm-hmm. But for them to just kind of step outside of the box and be like, I'm gonna focus on this and this alone, and for them to put so much time and work into the lyrics and the choreography, I mean, that definitely gives them a big step ahead from a lot of the other groups. I mean, they're still competing and wanting to get more recognition within the K-pop industry, but I mean, I feel like they're already kind of creating that kind of shock like throughout communities, especially for people who aren't too similar or like have the knowledge with a lot of other K-pop groups because they're strictly wanting to see this group but i mean you can definitely see them wanting to come into like other people's lives and be like i'm gonna take over your life now <laughs> and they take over your life james yes <laughs> so once once you'll see these i got perfect kiss now will be your focus there and stacy i really like stacy stacy guys <laughs> it's going down <laughs> oh <laughs> getting off topic <laughs> awesome well that's purple kiss uh kaylee and wants to talk about some 80s you want to go ahead and talk about them 
I love ETs. I can talk about them all the time. <laughs> but one of my favorite songs that they just released was, of course, Eternal Sunshine. That was one of the comebacks they had with Mingi after his kind of hiatus from the group. Mm -hmm. I was so happy to see them coming back together as a full-blown group with their energy kind of picking up where it left off when he was still in the group. I'm so much happier that he has a clearer mindset and he's doing a lot better. So I was really excited to see what they could do. But with this song and the lyrics and the choreography and even the fashion in the music video, it had to honestly be one of my favorite comebacks with them, like at all times. And I mean, ATs is one of the groups that I always end up going back to when I listen to K-pop because I usually veer off and go to like girl groups or other guy groups. But sometimes it's just always 80s. And I, and I feel like they're one of those groups that are constantly having pressure to do good in the K-pop industry because of how well they've been doing. But I feel like they kind of keep a steady presence in that right. sort of, hey, we're doing good and this is what yeah. we're gonna do. And even though they don't get a lot of recognition, which they should, I feel like every time they do a comeback, they're wanting to step up the game a little bit more. Right. And I, and I think kind of what you're mentioning, I, I think a lot has to do because I really, personally, I feel that they're going to be the leading boy group yeah. for the fourth wave once BTS has kind of settled down for a while. I mean, because yeah. I know that they've been around for a while already. Yeah. I personally think that they're going to be the next one. So maybe that's why they're feeling like, oh, we're being pressured or because everyone's being fixated on them. And I mean, personally, they're one of my one of my favorite groups. Um, you know, it's just like everything that they made, you know, like I was mentioning earlier, like fireworks is like my all time favorite song from them. I wish I could do the choreography, <laughs> but I can't. I was, my jaw dropped Deja Vu. Mm -hmm. I feel like their energy connects so well with each other. They all have right. different like characteristics. I feel like just with them competing and like having so much hard work with each other, I feel like it, it really flows well together. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's one of the aspects why they're becoming one of the biggest groups is right. because obviously teamwork is one of the biggest thing that sets aside everyone. And you can tell that they generally love their job and just working together with each other. Like it shouldn't feel like a job when you're in a K-pop group. And I feel like that's a lot of like kind of minor problems for groups because they feel pressure that they have to work with each other. But I mean, mm -hmm. with them, you can just tell that they don't mind doing it 24 seven. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They do have an injury. Yeah. Hopefully they renounced their tour that got canceled back in 2020. It was last year, right? 2020. Uh -huh. I would love to go to that concert. <laughs> I'm still holding on to my tickets. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're one of the groups that I was anxiously excited to see. Cause I remember when the tour was announced, it was like ATs for Idol. I was like, I know, right? I was like, mm -hmm. I was like, so you want or son? Which one did I like more? And either way, we didn't get either of them. <laughs> they get none. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so yeah, that's just a little bit of our impressions from some of the latest. Uh, music videos and songs in k-pop uh but moving on to probably the most searched topic and most popular show out right now is squid games Woo. game i don't know why i keep saying games it's so hard i mean technically they're playing more 
they're games. They're playing games, games. <laughs> but it's just like Squid Game. But squid then I get, game. I get it because the last one is the Squid Game. Squid so game. I totally understand that. Um, we'll keep this spoiler free as much as possible. Uh, well, it will be spoiler free. We yeah. won't mention a lot of the things, but yeah, right now it's the number one drama in the in the world right now. Um, everything you know just it's the most searched up um, topic right now on the internet my favorite one is the fact that they use someone's actual phone number on the show that they, they claim they've been getting over four thousand phone calls a day but it's like why would they even call it like what did they expect to happen to be in the squid game <laughs> i would you hear a lot of movies where they show phone numbers right and i mean and i never thought hmm let me call it like i don't know that's just crazy to me but you know i believe it was what not it was nine episodes so yeah. i mean you could binge it in a day um it's real different you know <laughs> i mean i didn't like the most, most yeah dramas it's right i mean it's one of those it reminds me of this non-korean show that was called spartacus like i was so crazy for that show but it's like you couldn't fall in love with the characters you know, and I kind of feel that's kind of how it is here. And you'll see why if you do watch. <laughs> I, I, just thought, I just thought too. Oh my god! Have y'all read the the Magna uh, Dead Man's Wonderland? Uh, it's kind of like the same deal where like it it follows the in this almost the same premise of it, where you know where it's like it, these these participants are going through like these various games, but yeah, the games are very gruesome. Yeah. You know, I feel like, honestly, if people were to watch it, it kind of reminded me of Hunger Games because I was a big mm-hmm. Hunger Games fan when I was growing up. I mean, it has a very different vibe, but it's right. kind of the same concept. So, I mean, it was really interesting for me to watch, especially because I introduced it to a lot of like my family and friends that didn't know anything about Korean dramas or Korean K-pop or anything mm-hmm. like that. But, um, I mean, they ended up loving it. <laughs> They're like, why didn't you tell me about this before? But, I mean... People always are wanting to find stuff to watch on Netflix, and that would be one of the things that I would definitely recommend for people to watch if they haven't. Because <laughs> I feel like everyone's talking about that right now. It is, and if you don't have a stomach for blood and gore, well, it's not really that much gore. It's just a lot of blood. <laughs> um, it, you're probably better off just reading like yeah. a synopsis of, of what it is, and you know. Um, but overall, it's. I say must watch. It's it's, it's, it's a watch. definite watch if you are able to tolerate it. Um, not to mention, it's probably the most hot topic for Halloween costumes right now as well. <laughs> Guilty. Um, Apparently, Guilty. it's like the the top most searched Halloween costume of 2021. And I kind of figured when it dropped, I was like, people are definitely going to want to take this idea and run with it for Halloween. But I mean, other than that, besides the costumes, which was really random, I didn't even think about it. Was white vans are going up in sales <laughs> which mm-hmm. i was like oh my gosh i don't even have vans but i want to go and get plain white ones because of this show i mean anything you really uh see like for like the show i mean people are wanting to get it i mean i, I saw a lot of people too talking about the character uh like the girl sabio i think she's zero six seven mm-hmm. if i'm talking about it and you know how she has the short hair everyone's like we need to get this haircut. I'm like, this right. TV show is going viral to where everyone wants to be a part of it in some kind of way, either whether it's 
you know, in the drama itself or getting stuff that was actually like as props in the drama. Right. I think it would be fun just to have like a whole group of people wearing the jumpsuits for like no reason on a random day. You just see like this whole group just walking and then everyone just, and then everyone's like, red light. And then they just stop. Went to Halloween. Yeah. That'd be super fun. Def <laughs> definitely. Awesome. Well, you know that uh, Kaylee's K-pop is going to be doing a giveaway. Kaylee, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So the giveaway that our store is doing right now are spooky baskets uh, for the Halloween season. If you don't know what a spooky basket is, it's basically a basket filled uh, with Halloween type of items. And of course, because we're a K-pop store, we're going to be implementing a lot of uh, small items from our store, especially a card with stamps. If you've ever been to the store and you know what that is. But because of this, um, we have decorated the store with a lot of Halloween items. So while coming in, you can choose your favorite Halloween decoration, take a picture with it, and post it to Instagram or to Facebook and tag our store. And you'll be entered in for a chance to win. Or if you can't go to the store, which is very reasonable nowadays, you can also find the official post on our accounts and just share that while tagging the store you can also be entered in that way. We'll actually be announcing the winners next Saturday, I believe, and there's gonna be two, so more people can win. <laughs> yeah. That'd be what, the 16? Uh, yes, yeah, so, uh-huh. Yes, okay, awesome. So one of the things with the 210 Collective, we do host uh, various events uh, monthly. Um, so for the month of October, we have a couple of, uh, well, technically only one now. Um, but we also do go out and show support for all the events here that happen in San Antonio. We try to go as much as possible um, because that's how you build your community, especially to make it stronger. You go out and show the support. So the more support that you can give to all these events and the more that can happen uh, here in town, which surprisingly enough, we technically have the most events in Texas from yeah. what I've seen. Mm -hmm. We have the most K-pop related events and yet we don't have no K-pop groups here. <laughs> um, but the next one that we will be hosting will be on October 30th. Um, we'll be at the Thirsty Camel, which will be for our monthly, uh, part of our monthly K-pop night. Um, it's going to be a Halloween theme. So if you're able to come out and check that out, that would be awesome. Um, we are going to be vending on another event on October 23rd, 4th. 3rd, 23rd, yes. Um, it'll be at The Brick over here in San Antonio. Um, it'll be an all-ages K-pop night for that one. So if you have kids and you want to come check that out, that'll be awesome. And then we do have a couple of them that are going to be coming up in November. Um, we are hosting an event at the Wonderland Mall with Kaylee's K-pop on November 13th, which will be entitled a K-pop skipping. And we'll go more in depth with that on the next episode. Um, but just for some closing remarks, um, so one of the things that they kind of touch back up on, we do want to, this podcast that we do want to give a lot uh, back to you guys and you know, discuss different topics because there's some, sometimes, you know, we, we may not have enough time to search and see what's going on with the latest. Um, so you're on the go, you know, hopefully we'll be able to provide you that, you know, latest news, some entertainment, you know, get some feedback from latest um, K-pop as well. Um, we will be doing... Uh, unboxings as well so you can let you know hopefully pull out the photo cards that we want <laughs> um yeah you guys have anything else you'd like to share uh no i mean honestly if they want to hear anything specific like for us to talk about for them to comment down 
I mean, we're of course we're gonna cover and do a lot of stuff with this podcast. But I mean, if anything specifically, if they're wanting to hear about or you know just give their opinion about, they can definitely go ahead and do that. Yeah. Okay, so we will be posting up soon our social media account for the Texas K-Pop Podcast. Uh, but for the time being, be sure to follow us on our social media platforms with Kaylee. You can look up uh, Kaylee's K-Pop. Um, and then for us, it will be 210 Collective with the K. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay safe.